Hey, Travis Rogers here. When you're not listening to me on the Lakers pre- and post-game shows, tune in to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, where she goes beyond the play and focuses on athletes, fans, and the biggest events that inspire and shape our community. Listen to The Experience with Laferne Cusack, Sundays, 5 to 6 a.m. ESPN LA 710. Welcome to The Experience here on ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. Today, we're talking about... Clean Air Day California, which is taking place October 3rd. And with us in studio, we have Brian Sheridan, Development Director for Coalition for Clean Air, and also the Director of Marketing and Communications uh, for the AYSO, Yvonne Lara, on the line. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I am glad you're here. So, Brian, tell us about uh, the mission for Coalition for Clean Air. So the Coalition for Clean Air, um, we've been around since 1971. Um, Our mission is to protect public health, improve air quality, and prevent climate change. And we do that both through advocacy and through education. And um, Clean Air Day... California Clean Air Day, specifically. California. California Clean Air Day. Is, uh, yes, <laughs> is is a, a, a new initiative that we're doing with an overall objective of one million actions taken for clean air. And uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was really give folks an opportunity to be a part of the solution. And so when people visit cleanairday.org, they're up, they have a, a chance to, quote-unquote, take the pledge. And we've provided um, 15 simple things that you can do uh, to, to clean the air in your community. And the reason that's so important is that, you know, there's an article that came out this weekend. We just had 87 days in a row where we violated um, – ozone standards and that's basically that means smog um, and that's the kind of stuff that <clears throat> makes your eyes burn or makes it heavy for, you, for when you're breathing um, uh, contributes to asthma those kind of things so while a lot of people think that um, sm- the smog issue in Los Angeles and throughout California is kind of a thing of the past it's really not and so we wanted to give folks an opportunity to take a proactive role in being a part of the solution. And Yvonne, you are part of the solution as well. Tell us how you guys teamed up and what your actions are with AYSO. Yes, thanks. Um, so AYSO is a youth soccer organization that was established in 1964, actually in Torrance, California. So we've been around for a while. Um, and at the end of the day, our, our mission is to really enrich children's lives through soccer, through this beautiful game where they can play outside and enjoy the fresh air. <laughs> um, and starting in California, where most of um, our 800 programs are located. So we have 400,000 kids playing soccer actually today. Um, and, you know, they're all, they're outdoor everywhere. And for us, what we believe is that a clean environment, uh, clean air for these children and their parents and our volunteers to breathe is just as important as having the right equipment on to play the game. Um, and so for us, when we were, um, 
we just spoke with Brian, and this was presented to us. It was such a great opportunity um, for us as the we have our office. It's uh, located in Torrance, California. Um, we have 44 staff there, and for us, we are a team as well, and we enjoy being together. Um, and so for what we want to do is, is really set the example for the rest of our, um, our programs across the country, but specifically here in California, to um, take that pledge. So for what we're doing is we're actually going to um, have an entire team lunch um, and bring the entire staff together for that day on October 3rd. Um, and no one's going to leave the office. They're all going to stay. They're going to bring their lunch. We're going to eat together. So no one's going to go out, use their car for that um, that afternoon. Um, and really, uh, and then also encourage, we're encouraging all of our different uh, regions across uh, California to make a pledge to do something that day. So whether carpooling that particular sat, you know, that day or uh, finding a different way to reduce their carbon footprint. It's been great that a lot of our uh, our regions, a lot of our volunteers, and the parents involved are very committed uh, to you know making the environment better. Um, a lot of them, uh, you know, already take steps. To reduce that carbon footprint through carpooling, through planting trees, through the way that they maintain the fields that they use to play on, um, and finding different ways to give back to the environment. So for us, it's such an important initiative to really be a part of. We're excited, like I said, to make sure that our kids for generations to come have healthy air to breathe because soccer's played outside for the yep. most part. And um, if our kids, you know, and we have kids that have, um, we not only have our kids playing that are able-bodied, but we also have our, our kids with developmental disabilities or some limitations that are also playing outside. Um, and we want them to be able to enjoy this without the fears of um, uh, being sick or, you know, getting sick or hurt during the game. And so the this opportunity for us to partner and encourage um, yes. Our members to be a part of this pledge is, is really important. And that's exciting. fantastic. Yeah, my son is starting soccer tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so he, he's, uh, he's five years old. He's, well, he'll be six next month, but he's very excited. So I'm, I'm glad that he's going to be out in the park in, um, North Hollywood, breathing in the fresh air. But actually, Brian, you're, you're talking about, you know, the air quality right now. Uh, how concerned are you about that and what actions, um, you know, are we taking? So that's great. Um, you know, a couple of different things here. One is that when we came up with the actions that pe- folks can do, um, admittedly, there are a lot of things that folks can do to contribute and, and lower their kind of their impact. But, you know, we didn't want to put, you know, a list of 500 things down. <laughs> so we tried to make it really easy and we zeroed in on 15 and then settled on when folks go to cleanairday.org, they'll see that there's also a fillable you know, box when they take the pledge. But I'll just kind of, if, if it's all right with you, I'll just kind of list those things that, that the average person... Go ahead and list, Brian. <laughs> um, so one is leave your car at home on, for a day. Try, try out public transportation. It's always amazing to me. You know, our offices in downtown L.A. were super easy to get to via the uh, red line or the purple line on the train. And yet a lot of folks in my building um, drive in every day. So give it a try. It's a it's an easy win. Um, and and you, know, you never know. You might find that um, 
you know, leaving your car at home is uh, is actually a, a, a pleasant experience. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, and also, you know, you can bike to work or school. Um, it also it happens to fall on um, walk your child to uh, to school day. Yeah, yeah the national. Um, that national and it's also rideshare week as well so there's a lot of kind of com- competing and complementing mm-hmm. uh initiatives but a couple other really practical things one is talking about kids and especially uh elementary age kids a lot of parents will sit and idle their their engine for a long time and for what well uh, usually it it's um there's a couple of different scenarios that this happens one is when they feel that they need to pick them up and be the first in line oh. at the uh the elementary school where they at will, the valet at the valet and they'll just sit there for a long time with their engine running rather than you know i i understand you know the needs of parents but you could turn it off and not only are you going to help the air but you're also going to save yourself money um because Gas. Gas, man. It's incredible. You know, I'm looking at a stat here. Americans waste 12 million gallons of fuel every day through engine idling. 12 million gallons. I mean, so that is an easy, easy thing to do. And, um, you know, we're in the fall. Things theoretically are going to start to get cooler. Well, yeah, um, and we'll we'll tackle some more points al- along the way. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also I wanted to find out, Yvonne. I I know you're very passionate about AYSO and you know helping kids, enriching kids' lives. Tell us how you got on board and and why you're so passionate about AYSO. Well, the funny thing for me is that um, I admittedly only played soccer for like one season. And I was like, well, this is actually not the sport I probably should be playing. So I was a softball player and a, a dancer, so it's kind of funny. But my entire like life was completely surrounded by soccer. Um, and my nephews all played, my brother-in-law. It was just my dad's from Mexico. And so it's um, it was definitely something where it was very ingrained. And so for me, when um, I had the opportunity to be a part of something where it was not only, um, you know, youth sports, but having this aspect of being able to develop children on a holistic level, because um, it's not just about the athlete, it's about them as an individual and hopefully, hopefully creating, um, you know, solid team player individuals for, you know, the rest of their lives. So not everyone is going to be Alex Morgan and Landon Donovan, who mm-hmm. are two of our famous alumni and actually I think 85% of the women's national team (laughs) Um, that, uh, but at the end of the day for, for us, it, the beauty of being able to see the freedom children have, if you think about children nowadays, they, they're so overscheduled, you know, they um, are from here to here to here to here. (laughs) And when they're on the pitch for that, you know, 30 to 60 minutes, um, that's freedom for them. That's pure joy to be able to run and play a game that maybe not play next season, but for that time and that moment in time, the amount of, um, we feel the beneficial aspects of being part of something bigger than themselves and hopefully seeing how all of that works together to create something bigger and greater. And you may not win every game, but if you have fun doing it, that's what matters. And mm-hmm. and for us, um, and for me specifically, I just really, truly think that um, youth sports is such a vital, important thing in development of 
children and actually in community development as well because, as you know, your son playing, it brings together so many different people. And when you're on a pitch, it doesn't matter where you come from, Mm -hmm. you all need each other. And for... um, for me, that's that's the beauty of this organization that we're founded on principles that stand for something bigger than just go out and play a game. That we, you know, mm-hmm. we stand for positive coaching and good sportsmanship, and the fact that everyone plays for us, no matter where you come from, uh, no matter your ability, that you all have the opportunity to play and hopefully develop and in, in loving the game um, beyond playing it. And, hope, and we like we love seeing that. You know, we see generations of families that have been part of AYSL for all of its years. And so for um, for me particularly, um, it's something where I feel if you can provide this, you know, legacy for the generation that comes behind you, that's the beauty of the sport, kind of hand it down. And that includes having a place to play <laughs> and a right. safe place to play right. um, and a healthy place to play. And um, that's, that's really um, something that... Just it gets me excited to to be a part of the organization and then partner with other organizations that um, are looking to make a better world. Yes. And, and Brian, tell us about your journey to the California Clean Air. Yeah. So um, the Coalition for Clean Air, um, you know, it's interesting. I actually grew up playing soccer quite a bit. Um, Ooh, back in the days where... Back in the day! <laughs> back in the day. Sort of aging myself, but... I think stage three smog alerts were a much more common occurrence. Oh, right. um, yeah. But, and you could definitely feel it when you went outside. And, and I mean, um, and so, you know, I had had this, this experience growing up where, you know, air pollution was definitely part of my life. And, you know, as I got older, um, I sort of learned about the impact of that. Uh, on myself, on my, on others, and that you know, I live in a region where simply by being here, I'm thirty percent more likely to have respiratory issues. And um, and a great study. And then I learned about the study, the USC study of children's health, which says you know that showed conclusively that you know children's lungs that are exposed um, to this air pollution. Uh, they don't develop as much as, as people in other areas. So, you know, when I saw an opportunity with the Coalition for Clean Air to work there, I jumped on it because this is so personal to me. And, you know, many of my nieces and nephews have asthma because they live right near a freeway. Right. Um, so it's a it's a personal um, mission that I relate to just as an Angelino. You know, at, when I moved here from Chicago years and years and years ago, I was running. I went, well, I tried to jog around the Silver Lake <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Reservoir. And uh, by the time I made it, it was like maybe half a mile. I was sick and I couldn't go anymore. And I was like gagging. And my friend was like, oh, it's probably, you know, you're not used to the air yet. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I'm not used to the air. But it didn't be used to that. Right. But I didn't even realize it until, you know, it happened. And it's like, it really is something else that we really need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. Brian, you guys are teaming up with a whole bunch of other organizations. Can you name some of the other places that you? 
Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to. We <clears throat> There's actually, uh, at this point, about 100 companies, nonprofits, uh, cities who have um, taken the pledge. And, um, you know, everybody from AEG to Honda to uh, the Center for Nonprofit Management to to banks to Foothill Transit to Metro, um, it's it's been really great to see organizations get behind this. Um, when you visit cleanairday.org, you get to you click to take the pledge, and you have an, a personal track, and then you have an organizational track. So it's really easy for um, companies to sign up, and it's a great way to bring everybody together and do some things. I think as exemplified by AYSO. Um, to really have a bonding experience, and you know, there's no cost to do it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, and we're, we're hoping to right up until October third. We're really hoping to get folks on board. Yeah, uh, let's say October third and beyond. Right? And beyond, hopefully, <laughs> every day do something. Uh, Yvonne, can you talk about how you go about teaming up with other organizations or initiatives for uh, AYSO? Yes. Um, you know, a lot of times we obviously have a lot of people that come to us. Um, and for us, it's it's looking at and on a holistic level. Obviously, we are about not just soccer, but we're about, um, you know, wellness and health, education and nutrition. And so when, some, when an organization fits into that, um, it's a great opportunity for us to expand beyond just the game. And so... Um, we look for organizations to strategically align with that can help our memberships learn something about the environment they're living in, the area they're living in, um, tips on how to create a healthier foundation for their families, um, and just leave a little bit better than the day <laughs> than the day mm-hmm. before. Um, and so this like this opportunity was really important, and um, it's funny we've had uh, we have a lot of. We're evolving in how we communicate with our members. Um, and in the past, you know, we've had, we would send out a lot of magazines, we'd send out, you know, we send a lot of email communique, but we've had a lot of parents, as you can imagine now, who are saying, hey, can you just send me a digital version of this? Or can you <laughs> just give me, you know, we're trying to reduce our carbon footprint. And so we definitely are seeing the evolution of the members that are involved. And so it's, it's really, um, you know, I've been there. Um, even though I've been kind of, like I said, around the game of soccer my whole life, I've actually been with AYSO for about nearly a year now. So I'm fairly new, but I'm not new to the game and new to this organization. And so for me, it really is looking at um, what else is out there. And we we actually partnered with Red Nose Day earlier this year because that was about children's health and you know cancer and and poverty, you know, trying to make sure that we understand the wholeness of uh, a child and their family. And um, so that's really something that, uh, as we launch into the coming years, is a really big uh, passion of mine. I actually am formerly from Habitat for Humanity of Greater Los Angeles. That's where I was before this. And so for housing, is just as important mm-hmm. <laughs> to the foundation of making, a, you know, a healthy lifestyle for kids. And so for us at AYSO, we're really looking beyond um, just the game, like I said, to see how we can make sure people understand that we have a greater responsibility to leave, um, you know, that foundation for a better life for generations to come. So that's really a, a big thing. It's a little different for us. I'm going to be honest, um, as we've done in the, the past. And so 
Um, it's really a big uh, initiative for us to uh, strategically align with people that truly believe in the same values that we do um, and, uh, you know, looking beyond into the next, you know, decade or so to, to truly change um, the conversation in a big national organization with so many members um, that we can be uh, a role model in that as we move forward. Right, right. And Brian, I know that uh, you almost have 750,000 people that have taken the pledge. Tell us uh, some other challenges that you may have getting people on or, or what you're doing to close that gap by October 3rd. Yeah, and so let me just say that those are actions. So um, we're counting um, both people that sign up individually and then the companies, when they self-select, they tell us how many employees they have and how many they will be acting on behalf of. But, um, you know, I think that um, one of the things that we tried to do is provide a variety of things that folks can do to kind of take part and I talked a little bit about the, you know, the things they can do to lessen their impact. But I, we also wanted to remind folks that there's some things that you can do to protect yourself and your health. And one big thing that people just don't know is that in the, if you have a, a relatively new car, that you have a cabin air filter. And what the cabin air filter does is it protects you from pollution. So when you're sitting there <laughs> and you're in traffic, uh, if that you know, that cabin filter isn't being changed, then you're, you're getting the brunt of the pollution around you. And it is super easy to do. So um, I think one of the challenges is that people don't realize just how easy it is to do some of these things. And we wanted to put some some harder things too. We, um, we are, you know, aspirational. So, you know, <laughs> yes. we do want people to uh, take advantage of tax credits, get rid of their old gas guzzlers and um, – Get in a in a in an EV in a Chevy Bolt or a Honda Clarity or a or if they're a, <laughs> you know a Nissan Leaf or whatever, um, but um, we definitely want we are aspirational in that that respect. But um, even replacing your um, your house cleaner, if you get with something that uses say like vinegar and water, mm-hmm. you're actually making a big difference in terms of in- indoor air quality. Oh so. yeah, I got I got mm-hmm. one of those rainbow air cleaner things a couple weeks ago, and it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it just uses water. Nice. And it attracts all the dust and everything in the air. And, I mean, I could totally tell the difference. Like, I'm not sneezing as much. And, you know, when you hit your couch and you see dust fly up, <laughs> it, it it's lessened, mm-hmm. you know. But we're going to, you know, as the more and more we keep it running, the more it cleans the air that inside of our home. And I'm very excited about that. So, Yvonne, I know that AYSO, you guys have... Also, other events and ways that we can get involved. What Can you talk about the AYSO camps that uh, our listeners can take part in? Yes, actually. Um, so we have, so obviously we're in fall season. We just started, but we also know that there are um, kids that maybe want to be introduced to the game or want to improve their skills. Some are playing other sports, you know, during the fall season, um, and they only play soccer in the spring. So we have... Um, our AYSO camps are run by our camp provider, actually, it's uh, UK International, and uh, they can go online at AYSO.org and click on camps. Uh, it's a drop-down under our um, 
under play and get involved. And um, they have camps that run all across the country, and they have trainers, um, and these are uh, soccer players <laughs> that are trained not only in the game of soccer, but they're also, um, they have degrees in uh, working with children and um, sports development, and uh, they come in, and uh, the region parents can choose, they can join an existing one, or they can do one for their in their entire, you know, their team or their environment, and um and it's usually about six to ten weeks, depending on their age. Um, they can start as young as four years old and go all the way through um, to high school age. And it's a great opportunity for them to have a little bit more one-on-one training um, and develop their skills um, in whatever way they want. There's various different types they can join. Um, in regards to playing um, on a normal you know, fall or spring season, um, registration is different in all different areas, but um, we never want children to not be able to play. So um, we're developing some new programs, um, creating some football like indoor futsal um we are teaming up with um we're in the beginning stages of teaming up with la 84 oh, and yeah. lafc yeah and to develop and foundation to develop um as they're trying to look to provide um futsal courts in um, more urban areas and areas that um, lack access to plain um, environment, plain fields, um, that we'll be teaming up with them, like I said, beginning stages to develop these fields. They'll come in and create a blacktop into a futsal court, and then we'll be providing the, um, the education and the volunteers to be able to execute that. And so it's something that we're excited about. Um, we just had some of our beginning meetings, and we're excited all these different organizations are coming together to provide uh, this opportunity for kids that may not um, otherwise have the access to, to play. Yes. Um, and so those are some of the exciting ways that we're looking to develop and evolve our program um, and make sure that we really are um, providing that opportunity for everyone to play, which is actually our core tenant that everyone plays, uh, no matter uh, what level or skill you're at or, you know, what um, what might be a barrier. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that's exciting. And um, so we're hoping as we, um, we move into... 2019 that will have um, some more opportunities to share with everybody. And Brian, what I mean, I can't imagine people that you approach um, as partners don't want to get on board for California Clean Air Day. <laughs> like, that's I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's my naivete, but what are some of the challenges that you may face for partnering? Just like uh, Yvonne was saying how, you know, she partners with a lot of people. How what what are some challenges that you may face and how are you going um, further in, in your outreach? Well, you know, one of the things that I think some some folks might be nervous about or concerned about is that, you know, um, well, I mean, there's the practical of uh, some of the companies, they get a lot of requests. Oh, yes, yeah. So there's a lot of folks that are reaching out to them to say, Hey, I've got this day or that day, and can you have a bunch of um, volunteers? And that's why we wanted to, um, on the website, provide a resource page to give different types of companies the idea 
um, for what they can do in ways that make sense. For I them. love it, and it, it and it's very clear. You you know you have spread the word hospitals and healthcare, schools and schools <laughs> districts, businesses and workplaces, community and nonprofits, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. So, well, cities and local governments. But you you say what are some you know sample sample things that they can do tool kit. Um, it's very well organized. Thank you. We try. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, it's and it's. There are a lot of different ways. I mean, there are some really innovative, interesting things that companies are doing. I, I should say that they get me really excited. You know, on October third, if you're driving by LAX, um, be sure to look look up because the pylons will be blue in honor of Clean Air Day. You know, and LAX mm-hmm. itself is is one of the bigger. They have a, a tremendous challenge there, but they've also made a tremendous stride. So. Um, but so it's really great to see those kind of interesting partnerships. You know, if you are um, if you are a customer of LADWP, um, you'll be getting a little notice in your bill to say, "Hey, you can do go electronic with your billing." That'll be that's a way that you can contribute. The same thing, Southern California Edison, Southern California Gas Company are really engaging their employees. So you know, we wanted to make it. We wanted to provide opportunities. For companies to do things that make sense for that company, I think, you know, if you are <clears throat> Dignity Health is going in in a big way uh, at their facilities, um, particularly out in San Bernardino, um, in that same community, you know, um, it's going to be really cute. You're going to see a bunch of kids that will be raising their hand to mm-hmm. take the Clean Air Day pledge. And I think they even have like a little Clean Air Day song that they're going to sing as part of this. <laughs> so, cool. you know, it's sort of, wow. you know, those kind of out of the box ways. But then, you know, then there's just the simple things that you can do. You know, everybody, you know, you don't if you're in a place where you've made it sort of a habit for somebody to go on a coffee run, maybe that person can make coffee for the office. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are really simple things that you can do. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> And uh, Yvonne, so you as a company, as AYSO, you guys are choosing to do certain steps. Uh, Why or what steps, what led you to take those uh, particular steps for the company? Was it because it was, it fit with your plan, with your initiative, or was it part of the workplace toolkit? I think for us, it's it's two, twofold. You know, there is um, something where we find that, like I said, we're a small we're a small team. You know, even it's only forty four people in the office, um, oh, yeah. and that supports you know the hundred thousand volunteers and four hundred thousand kids across uh, the uh, the country. And for us, it really is um, reminding each other that we need each other as a team, um, and that we all come from different areas and we all kind of handle different things, but. At the end of the day, if we're not working in tandem, then, you know, it's all for naught. And so for us, it was a great opportunity to continue to build upon um, a lot of the environment that we're we're cultivating in the office. So the idea to have, um, we actually already have a little task force that has been working on bringing um, our team together 
on a regular basis for lunchtime uh, bonding, for lack of a better term. And, um, but we also find that many people leave the office to go all different places at all times of the day, um, get in their car and drive um, to go get lunch. And so we thought this would be a great way to, you know, eliminate people leaving uh, for that time and getting in their cars and driving all over the city to get lunch is to bring everyone together. And we also are going to make it a really cool, fun day. We thought about doing some games to educate our own uh, staff on on the steps they can take. So Brian will be doing some education inside the office. Awesome. Um, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so and giving some little prizes out for people. Um, so we're going to make it a really fun. People are we're going to do potluck as well. We're making treats. People are contributing and bringing things that way. So it, it really is something that we're trying to be role model on and um, through social media we're going to be encouraging all of our members to share what they're doing and um, if our in the past couple weeks the soccer Saturday initiatives and we have hashtag soccer Saturday because people love sharing their photos and we've been asking them to share you know what they're doing how their soccer you know weekends have been going people love sharing what they're doing and so it'll be a really great way for us to build up a gallery mm-hmm. that we'll share with you Brian of course and you can use all of those but um, that we can you know be also use it as an education place for everyone to educate each other so it really is a cool way for us to continue to build upon um, looking beyond soccer and so we're excited about that and I'm excited about you know see what people know about clean air um, people are always in our office it's really great they um, um, they take their breaks and they actually walk around the parking lot for exercise and they're walking around the um, the neighborhood. We have a good walk, walkable block or two. Um, and so people are really uh, looking forward to doing that. And they were excited when we shared what we're, what we're doing together and, and partnering. Yeah, important to many people. Yeah, so it's, it's great team building. So yeah, definitely. So we're exciting. Uh, we're excited about that opportunity to team build, but also to use it as to see that we um, not just like you were talking about it to be on October third. It's something that we we want to you know continue to incorporate and um, and educate and and have those continuing conversations. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a great opportunity just to you know, lay that foundation right. for why why it's important. And let me, uh, speaking of social media, I should point out that the official hashtag of Clean Air Day, Cal- California Clean Air Day. Is, Come on, lay it down, Brian. Lay it down. Is yeah. uh, Clean Air Day CA, and the <laughs> handles for Clean Air Day are at Clean Air Day, both on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter. And uh, we're... Um, you know, we're we're trying to have fun with it. We yes. we posted something on uh, National Pepperoni Pizza Day yesterday, <laughs> um, and uh, so I've got a real creative guy working for us here. Okay. Um, but we're you know lots of tips on there, and you know it's just kind of a fun um, handle to follow. Just if you just want to you know learn how to you know make lifestyle changes, and yes. that's what it's all about. Right? So. Yeah. Uh, what what do they say? Uh, it takes thirty days to make a habit. We yeah. can make a habit of, you know, you know, one back our footprint. Totally. You know, one habit that I learned recently doing this initiative or sort of didn't realize how easy it was and how interesting it was. I use uh, I use rideshare apps a lot. I use Lyft a lot. And so I was um, using it just the solo version. And so I, I, you know, one of the recommendations that we gave folks is to consider 
the Lyft line or, you know, over on Uber, it's Uber pool. Or, and then there's a couple others as well. But, uh, I tried it. It's really easy. It saved me 30%, I believe. Oh, wow. And um, and, it, and it was a carpool, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I was really happy to do that, and I got to meet some interesting folks, uh, <laughs> as I always do. You made new friends, I Brian. made new friends, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> this is ESPN LA 710. I'm Laferne Cusack uh, talking with Brian Sheridan, Development Director for Coalition for Clean Air and also Yvonne Lara, Director of Marketing and Communication for AYSO. And we are definitely, you can join fellow Californians to clear the air on California Clean Air Day, October 3rd. And you can sign up on cleanairday.org. And if you want to find out more about AYSO, go to AYSO.org. How is that, my radio voice? That's excellent. <laughs> awesome. I love it. You know, you got to keep it fresh up in here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Brian, tell us again some of the other actions that we can take that we have not touched on. So one, I think, uh, big thing that folks don't realize is that they're – um, air conditioning units have a filter that needs to be changed, oh, just like we talked goodness. about with the car. And I if know. you're not changing it, then you're letting in a lot of um, really bad partic- particulate matters, the, the the kind of things that cause cancer, mm-hmm. not to be a bummer. Um, but um, but and it's really easy. I, I just did it. Again, by enough. yourself? Yeah, we just we we learned how to do it and <laughs> okay. we just cleaned it out well, on YouTube because in you YouTube know, is I'm, an amazing I'm, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything on YouTube, right? Anything. And like I said, you know, check out um, check out the website. There's some some good links to different places and and also on social media to give you some ideas about how to do it. But I was surprised at how easy it was. And also to um, replace your, of course, sometimes you got to replace it and it's not that expensive Mm -hmm. and it makes a big difference in your family's health. You want to get really simple, but impactful, Um, you know, I think particularly in schools and and like higher ed, people have lights on all over the place for absolutely no reason. Mm -hmm. So if you can set a timer on your lights or switch the lights, hey, you're again, a lot of these things you save money. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing that people really don't think about. Um, for all of us that are addicted to Amazon and instant uh, instant packages coming to our house. Don't talk about Amazon. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Don't talk about my Amazon. <laughs> so we we were thinking real hard about how we address freight. And, uh, yes. And uh, because, you know, it's not that it's a disproportionate impact to our air pollution here in California, but it's not an easy thing to do. You you don't most of us don't drive a semi truck. Um, so we thought, well, if you combine your online purchases, you can't, you know, instead of war- doing a single order every day, oh, okay. package everything together. Yeah, okay, I and, do that. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, right, you can do it, right? Yeah. And um, and it makes a big difference if a lot of people did it. Yes, I just oh. I just did that. My son wanted some new soccer shoes, and I was like, okay, well, you're going to have to wait two weeks for when I order such and such and such and such. And he goes... How long is two weeks? What are you talking about? Yeah. And okay, so we're already spreading the word. Um, talk about hospitals and healthcare, Brian. Well, I think that's the natural sort of connection point to this. Um, 
you know, I've, air pollution has um, a direct impact. And every day we're discovering new things through studies that um, you'd be surprised about the impacts of, of uh, air pollution. And so where hospitals can take part, I think it's a, a really important way of showing their empl- your employees that um, you care about the things that lead to people being in the hospital in the first place. Mm. Um, one really, I mean, a, a lot of, most hospitals already have this. I mean, all of them do, which is no smoking. But uh, to really kind of, they can really kind of capitalize on that as part of California Clean Air Day. It's one of the, the things. And, and remind folks that vaping is also really bad for you um, mm. and the secondhand impact. So I would, as, if I were a hospital, I think uh, on the public awareness side, I would really take advantage of that and um, try to remind folks that they can be a part of the solution. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of uh, both AYSO and these large institutions like hospitals, you know, I think a lot of folks don't realize that there are uh, – we did a study that showed, you know, an average lawnmower, some of these this, – this lawn equipment mm-hmm. – uh, puts out more air pollution than a, like a Prius driving for an entire year if they do it for like a day. And so where you can switch over your um, your gas-powered lawnmower or your, your equipment to electric uh, or zero emission, it, it can make a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And so that's, an e- that's, a, that's something that the hospital can do with working with its contractors – to have a, a lasting impact, mm-hmm. uh, and AYSO, so your average volunteer, you know, yes. if, they're, if they're out there mowing the lawn, um, okay. I think people don't realize that stuff coming off the lawnmower is is actually it's not not good to be breathing in every day. Right, right. There's so much that is connected with sports, and that's one of the things why I love doing the show is how you know w- we're able to talk about issues that affect you know, our community in a way that people are able to hear it. But I mean, just clean air, that's just, (laughs) that's just a given. We need that, you know, for athletes, we need to go out there and play and be healthy and not worry about this. Um, Yvonne, can you talk about some of the uh, things that AYSO does in order to help the kids understand about health and fitness and wellness, overall wellness for all of the athletes? Yes, definitely. We, um, we, you know, it's hard. We understand the kids are just running from thing to thing a lot of times. And, um, but we really, um, we've partnered with several different uh, companies that are about healthy lifestyle. And we also like to give tips to parents on the importance of getting enough sleep, you know, uh, scheduling in time for homework and practice, but also refueling on the field as well. You know, in the past, it was like all the cookies and all the sugary juices and everything like that and um, so we are making a a really dedicated effort to remind parents and kids that the best thing you can do is eat fruit you know they can have their fruit or they can um, we have a partnership with Cliff Kid Junior um, and so they supply our regions uh, during the season with um, with Cliff Kids 
uh, bars mm-hmm. for kids to eat before or after their games. Um, and we also just partnered with Organics um, to talk about different ways they can have healthy, um, organic food um, at affordable prices for their um, for their teams um, before and after games or practice or for their their you know, team parties and stuff like that. Um, so it really is trying to help. Uh, we give tips on social media. We do videos. Um, we have uh, different opportunities for um, our parents when we have our big, uh, like, training expos and stuff that um, we'll give them, you know, um, we've, we've weaved it into all of our, our training, you know, for our referees and our coaches and even our parents, uh, but that they can pass that down to the kids. Um, but we also try to help the kids understand um, and, and get them to be involved in their own healthy journey. Um, you know, when they're practicing, you know, when they're out there warming up, you know, uh, we make sure they all have their water bottles and they're, and they're hydrating and they're making sure that they're stretching and, um, and that they – uh, that they are able to understand that all of this is important for them to be um, successful at being good out there on, on the pitch, but also uh, in school and with their friends right. and encouraging them to really play outside and not just be on video games all day. Yes! Um, and, yeah. <laughs> be <laughs> active! Concept. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, we're trying to just help them understand that moving is good and so um, and, and refueling the proper way um, is good. And so we've really been taken an intentional, actually our, our Wednesdays on social media now are going to be dedicated to hashtag wellness Wednesdays, um, and giving tips, um, to parents and some of our, um, you know, our older kids that are on like Instagram, mm-hmm. giving them tips on how they can, um, you know, be healthy or, you know, just make one change in life, just like making a change, for uh, Clean Air Day, yes. um, just making that simple change that can can really help them, and um, and so that's that's kind of how we are looking at educating and, and listening to the kids and what do they need and um, and what's working and what's not working for them. I think a lot of times you don't listen to the kids, and they have a lot of information that uh, is really valuable um, as they're kind of living in this this world that mm. we didn't live in when we Absolutely. were little. It's very different, and so um, yeah. and they're a lot more educated than we were at their age. Yes, so. definitely. <laughs> that definitely reminds me of, uh, we have a, a program that we do at the Coalition for Clean Air that the kids are given uh, air quality monitors, and mm. they take these things out into the community and do a little experiments and then form hypotheses that then wow. they take back and we they run it by scientists and they the scientists say have you considered x y and z they reformulate and then they um they we let allow them to present to policymakers what they found oh, cool. and there's this group wow. of kids that um took these monitors they took them right over the one and so they give us some really surprising answers <laughs> to questions uh, this group of kids took the monitors over the 10 freeway in an area that's, you know, well known for air pollution. And they were high. Their readings were high. But then they took them inside of McDonald's. Uh-oh. Oh, and they were off the charts. And so 
you know, and you could say, hey, are you trying to target McDonald's? No, no, no. We we would like that um, owner to look at his operations and figure out what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. And the kids did this. They thought about it. They and they they did it, and they presented the policymakers. And that actually, interestingly, forced AQ, the Southern California Air Quality Management District, to look at what's going on with the policy with indoor air pollution. So kids are amazing, yes. and that's also why we want them to be a big part of Clean Air Day. Um, really trying to get schools to sign up, and you know, do these fun things again. You know, to engage the community, get parents educated, get parents to change their habits, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been uh, it's been fun to watch these principals and these teachers take ownership. And and I should point out, this is not an LA initiative. We've got um, you know mayors and schools from San Francisco. Uh, to Fresno, to Sacramento, to mm-hmm. Bakersfield, all the way down to San Ysidro. So we've got a lot of the good part of the state, although awesome. we're, I'm looking at you, um, Redding and uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Eureka. Come um, on, Redding. Come on, Eureka. Step to the plate. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, and, and we've, got, we've got 40 mayors who have signed up to, wow. quote, unquote, take the pledge. So oh, we've got right. mayors of little cities all throughout. Now, you guys just had an event September 20. 20- Seventh, is that correct? Well, that will be coming up. Oh, that's oh right. That's coming up, and that is. <laughs> Wait a second. That is not a. That is not my, a. Uh, <laughs> my days and weeks are blurring into one, as you can probably tell. <laughs> tell me about it. Are we in two thousand and eight? I thought we were in October next week. Oh, right. Right. Um, but uh, we actually we're doing a couple of uh, pre-events leading up to that. We're we're doing um, kind of a show and tell that uh, we hope. Um, some folks come to the majority of the and you know up in um, you know on the news section of cleanairday.org we have uh, a couple of um, regional things that are going on uh, in Inglewood they are doing an art contest to uh, have uh, middle schoolers uh, interpret clean air and they're going to give an award to the best oh, cool. you know art uh at city hall oh i love that yeah yeah and and i, I mentioned san bernardino they're going to be doing a big celebration uh at a uh, kind of uh impacted community on san diego and they're going to be doing a bike so one of the things that's sometimes challenging with an initiative like this is that you've got folks it's sometimes it's hard to get everybody to do something on the same day, especially when it's on a Wednesday. So, you know, again in that spirit of Well, in LA it's really Yeah. <laughs> it's just difficult. Yeah, and so up in Bakersfield, they are going to be doing that weekend after, they're gonna be engaging the community and doing a bike ride to plant trees. Oh cool. Which help clean the air. Oh, wow. And um you know, it'll but it'll be the weekend after, and that's okay. Yeah, because we want everyone to do something every day. Make it a habit. Make clean air a habit. Uh, what are some of the, or, you know, you know, you know, the law that's coming in, or or is being taken out about clean air and uh, and stuff that's happening. What do you see for the future of how we can navigate through the political structure in order to keep some ordinances or maybe not keep them, but just to have it part of our daily lives of um, clean air emissions and stuff? 
Well, you know, obviously California has, we have a big challenge and a lot of the things that it will take to really and truly get to, uh, like as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, 87 days in a row of violating, uh, you know, our standards, our official standards of what it means to be a a clean air day. Mm Mm-hmm. That's not good. We need to we need to get aggressive and push back on that. You know, at the Coalition for Clean Air, we work primarily uh, on the advocacy side mm-hmm. on transportation and really trying to change over the transportation system. Um, and I think a big part of that is looking at uh, the the trucks that are coming in and out of uh, the Port of Los Angeles and Port of um, Long Beach, as well as uh, up in the Bay Area. Um, and inland at the uh, port of Stockton. And so, you know, where we can make progress and put cleaner trucks on the road um, through either incentives or through, um, you know, regulatory framework is going to be key to that. So there's a lot of things, and I'm always happy to talk, and and I think for folks that are really interested in that side of things, you can actually sign up to be a part of Coalition for Clean Air at ccair.org. And um, just if you just want to get updates, uh, you can also sign up just to get on our newsletter. But um, there's always stuff going on, you know, and, you know, we work really closely with businesses to try to find that what's going to make sense and best pathway forward. But um, it's been, you know, I think next year, uh, I hope that you will see um, some movement. I think a lot of people will be surprised to know that there's no smog check program for heavy duty trucks. So we all have to do smog check, mm-hmm. and it's been a tremendously successful, but it doesn't exist in that space. So yes, did not know that. Yeah. So <laughs> I think I think that's something we hope to see move forward in the next year or so. But um, uh, definitely check out C- uh, our Coalition for Clean Air's website at ccair.org and and learn. We've got uh, a blog piece up right now about the last uh, legislative session and what we were really happy to see pushed through. Um, and, and uh, the Global Climate Action Summit just happened, so I think there's a lot of cities and states and and national actors uh, that are um, are moving forward mm-hmm. with their own commitments, and that's been great to see. That's fantastic. And Yvonne, can you tell us uh, what uh, how we can get in touch with the AYSO and find out more about your programs and what you guys are doing? Almost definitely. Um, so our, it's very simple, <laughs> AYSO.org. Um, you just visit there. And if you're looking for a program in your area, we actually have a region locator in the top right-hand corner. You click on that and type in your zip code, and it'll bring up all the different uh, regions that are within uh, a certain mile distance of your area. Um, and then on there, you can find out about um, all the different programs. We start soccer for kids as um, at three years old um, with our playground soccer um, and we have programs for every age all the way up to adults so you can play your entire life yes. <laughs> um, and so um, you can go there and find out some of the different things that um, we have going on and um, and then on the local level each region so we're separated into regions of 800 communities across the country um, have their own events sometimes going on and 
their local areas. And so when you click on to find that region, and they have their own local website that will share what's going on in your community. And they have uh, volunteer leaders there that can help um, activate you and get you involved. But um, we, uh, again, we're trying to always make sure everyone has access to play what we call the beautiful game. And, um, and hopefully, you know, as we, we move forward, we, like we said, and then the next year we'll be coming up with some more uh, new initiatives for people to be um, involved in and um, try out soccer to see if they even like it, um, you know, through clinics and camps and futsal. So we're excited about what's happening. But just to find out more, um, go to our new and improved website um, at AYSO.org. And you can always follow us on social media, much like Brian. It's very simple for our social media. Um, it's at AYSO, um, dot, it's AYSO Soccer for Facebook and AYSO underscore soccer for Instagram and Twitter. So we always putting stuff out there and putting new things that we always like to hear from everybody and um, what they're doing um, and they're playing like your son and, um, yes. and how they're enjoying, how they're enjoying soccer. Yes. And we also, um, we also have just, we have our, uh, our club program too, AYSO United. So I think sometimes people get confused, but we also have that. And that's a, that's our club, uh, competitive club program that people will also see out there with the AYSO United badge. It's a little different than the traditional logo, but um, those are programs you'll see all over, especially, you know, California, but all over the country that people can get involved in. All right, Brian, before we go, can't let you go without giving us the clearing the air easy tip for our listeners and how we can go into California Clean Air Day for October 3rd and beyond. Thank you, Laferne. The So the number one thing you can do is leave your car at home for one day. And you can do that through telecommuting. You could do that through biking to work, taking public transport. You know, there are a multitude of efforts. Give it a try. You never know what you're going to like. Um, another one, don't have engineer... Don't idle your engine, which apparently is a tongue twister. Um, that's uh, something particularly for you parents out there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out on that. Um, and, you know, combine your purchases when you uh, order off from Amazon or someplace or even shop locally, you know. But uh, think about it. Think about it. if you're ordering a single item every day, um, wait a week. Combine them all together. It's going to make a big difference. Turn off the lights. Oh, my. That is the easiest, simplest thing that you can do. And, again, another thing that's going to save you money. So why not do that? And if you do use uh, apps like Lyft, try the try the Lyft line feature. You know, combine those. Uh, you might meet some really cool people. You don't know. Um, and then from just a personal health standpoint, uh, change your car filter. You and your family are going to... Breathe much healthier air if you haven't done it. And then, again, at your home, change your home filter. Use natural products. So um, I know we all love our bleach, but if you're overusing it, you are not doing yourself any favors. Um, So those are sort of the easiest, a great kind of thing that you all can do to uh, as a community or a group is – Go out and plant some climate-appropriate trees. Uh, there's some great organizations out there. Um, I'm not going to name them all. There's a lot. But uh, you can you can volunteer there, and, um, you know, it's going to clean the air, and, and you'll have a great opportunity as, as a group. 
And of course, I would be remiss if I didn't say that you can sign up to become a member of the Coalition for Clean Air, um, who is fighting on your behalf every day up in Sacramento and locally here in Los Angeles, or just sign up for the newsletter and, um, you know, learn about what's happening uh, in your community when it comes to air pollution. And take the challenge. And yeah, I mean, the number one thing, of course, that you can do <laughs> is take the pledge. Take the pledge. Um, be part of the million actions toward clean air because together uh, we can clear the air. And how can we do that? You can do that by visiting cleanairday.org and um, also following us at Clean Air Day on Twitter and Clean Air Day on Instagram. And be sure to share your results. Uh, using the hashtag CleanAirDayCA. Thank you so much, Yvonne Lara, Director of Marketing and Communication for AYSO, and Brian Sheridan, Development Director of Coalition for Clean Air. Please log on to get all the information you need for California Clean Air Day, October 3rd. Sign up and be that one to make the change. Thank you guys so much for joining me. My pleasure. Thank you. It's great. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is ESPN LA 710. ESPN LA 710.